Hey, Kim. Hey, Ashley. How are you on this rainy Thursday? It is. So we are recording on Thursday, and it's like the bottom is just out. I feel like we're going to float away. And oh. we could float away, because there's a flood warning oh, there that is has a flood been warning. issued. So on my way to work this morning, I saw, um, you know, where the water had kind of gotten a little much in some areas. And I was like, oh, it's going to flood. But, you know, it hasn't stopped all day. No. And I know it's been really dry because we are, what, three weeks into September now? Two, three weeks into September. So I know it's been really dry for a while. So we need the rain. So thank you, Lord, for the rain. Amen. Um, We just don't need it all at once. But I know. And it's, from what I saw, uh, it's supposed to rain until Wednesday. I was really excited about our conversation. Yes, we had Mrs. Nisha Wright on the podcast today. Uh, super cool. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know Nisha, um, and you should know Nisha, but if you don't, she is the owner and founder of the Georgia Soul basketball team, yes. which is both women and men's new this year, yeah. the men's team. So, But they are currently 9-0, um, and o, and they will play a tournament like a final finals. game the final game on or finals sorry on october the 3rd mm-hmm. at 4 p.m at butler high school so it's super cool i didn't even realize we had a semi-pro basketball yeah. team i knew we'd had one at one point but then i just thought it went away no it's and it's yeah we've been there for a while um if you don't have plans for that day uh go out and support uh this basketball game support her support the team they are Augusta semi-pro basketball team. Uh, it should be sold out. It should be. So we hope that you guys enjoy our conversation with Nisha Wright of Georgia Soul Basketball. Welcome to Augusta Magazine's Front Porch, a podcast about life in the Garden City and the people that call Augusta home, as well as a behind-the-scenes look here at Augusta Magazine. From restaurants and shopping to healthcare and business, we'll talk about it all. Welcome to our Front Porch. Good morning, Nisha. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I can't complain. It's Thursday, you know, it's Friday, what do they call it? Friday Junior. There, so, that's right. Know, Friday Eve. <laughs> that's right. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for coming by to t- chat with us this morning, this rainy Thursday morning. No, thank you for having me. I'm blessed to be here today. Well, we're excited to talk to you because I want to find out a little bit more about Georgia Soul. So you are the CEO and owner? I'm the CEO and owner of the Georgia Soul. Okay, which is for people that do not know. Mm -hmm. So the Georgia Soul is comprised of actually three entities. We have the nonprofit side of the Georgia Soul, which is the Georgia Soul Women's Basketball Organization, which is what I created in December of 2015. And then we also have the Georgia Soul Women's Semi-Professional Team, you know, who is LLC. And then we have the Georgia Soul Men's Professional Basketball Team, which is an LLC. And so, yeah, we oh, got a lot going on. I didn't know that you had men too. I thought it was just women. So we just added the men, and okay. the women are actually nine and zero. The men are getting started November seventh at Augusta University. So we're awesome. we're trying to transition from the women to the men. It's it's been crazy. It's going to continue <laughs> to be crazy. Uh, and so I'm just excited because we're bringing something you know something different, something unique to the city, and uh, you know it, we're just giving these young people you know hope and just you know, uh, for them to continue doing what they love to do, which is playing basketball. So, so tell me this. So the women's team, they 
obviously are out of college. Mm-hmm. So they're somewhere between, give me an age range just so I kind of. So they're somewhere between 22 and 35 and they all have uh, four-year degrees and they've all played college ball. Some of them have played in the WNBA. Some of them still currently play overseas. We just had um, three players recently go overseas. We have one more waiting to go overseas. So um, that's what they do. They play ball and then they come home, you know, on their off time and give back to the Georgia soul and the community and play and do a little community service as well. So what is their season like? When does it start and end? Uh, so the season this year for us, we're playing in a different league, which is called the WABA, the Women's um, Basketball Association. And the season ran from July, no, June through October. Okay. So it's pretty long. And now we're in the playoffs. So we're 9-0. We're the number one seed in the Southeast region. And so we're waiting to find out who we play October the 3rd. So we'll play the winner of um, Montgomery Lady Magic or the Carolina Upstate Thunder, and they'll play next weekend. So we're waiting to see who we'll play here at home um, at Butler High School. Okay, I was going to ask you where home is. Okay. 4 p.m. October the 3rd. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations to thank them. You, thank you. Thank you. And thank then you. you roll right into the men's season? We'll roll right into the men. Actually, the men are going to start um, a little mini practice on this Sunday. So they're already preparing and getting ready for the season because November 7th is around the corner. And That's we're getting insane. ready for photos and all of that stuff. So they'll be doing that next week. So hopefully you'll start seeing some stuff on the guys come out um, with their photos and season passes and tickets and stuff like that. So, So basketball is also in your blood as well. Definitely. Basketball is in my blood. It's been in my blood. I grew up around basketball, played at Laney High School, went on to play at Augusta University, four-year scholarship, left Augusta University and went and played in Romania for two years professionally and then played in the Army a little bit. So tell me about Romania. What was that like? Oh, man. (laughs) Romania was, uh, it was different. It was a really good experience. It was really my first time being away from my family like that. I was 20... I was 24 when I went overseas and played in Romania, and I played two years in Romania. And um, I was actually the first person of color to play um, on that team. And so I was their first American, actually, and the first American of color. So it was very interesting being in Romania because um, a lot of the kids apparently had never seen a person of color in person. And so I was definitely like a celebrity there. So when the kids would see me around town, they'd stop, take photos, get autographs. So it was a really good feeling to be away from home and um, to have to make an adjustment. But the locals, they made me feel, you know, really wanted. I still talk to my coach to this day. Um, I actually talked to him last week because we were trying to get one of our players over there to play. Um, So That is so cool. Yep. And I understand you just now retired from the Army. I did September 14th, 2021. Major Wright retired. That is me. Good job. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So now you are leading the basketball teams, and then you also have another job, correct? That is correct. So starting on Monday, I will be the Deputy Director of Operations for the Richmond County Recreation and Parks. So How in the world are you going to juggle all of this stuff? Well, you know, with the Georgia Soul, it's part-time. You know, everybody that is a part of the Georgia Soul or works with the Georgia Soul, they have full-time jobs. Okay. So everything we pretty much deal with is after five on the weekend. So, you know, we have a battle rhythm that we go through. We have a schedule. We have everybody has roles, responsibilities that they do. And so we make it work. We're a team. And so a lot of these people have been with me since the beginning. We've added more people as we've continued to grow, and we will continue to add more. But, 
you know, it's just about teamwork. I can't do it alone. And without, you know, the amazing people that volunteer their time or, you know, just help pour into the organization and make it, you know, something, something great for the community. I really appreciate them. So I was telling you before we started chatting that I didn't realize that Augusta had a semi-pro basketball team for women. And you said to me that a lot of people don't know about that. So what is your goal? Where would you like to take this long term? I want more people to know about it. So, of course, coming on shows uh, like this will help bring more awareness. We have been in the news. We have been in the newspaper. But, you know, sometimes people, maybe they see it and not really realize what it is. But, you know, it just takes word of mouth or somebody even sharing a post on social media. You know, I have 5,000 Facebook friends. So, you know, I should be, you know, I should at least have at least 2,000 shares on most of the stuff. But, you know, I guess people, you know, just are not interested. I'm not sure, but we've been here. We've been out there. We've done a lot of volunteering, Ronald McDonald house. We've done camps, clinics. So, you know, I don't really know what else to do. And so, um, it just really takes word of mouth, you know, somebody telling somebody about us and the great things that we're doing. So I hope, you know, somebody that'll listen to this show, um, this podcast and, you know, tell somebody about us or go online and look us up, georgiasoulbasketball.com for the women, Augusta Hoop Life for the men. And then we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, IG, so. Well, you're just doing it all. We're trying. We're trying to do something, you know, something different. Basketball is one of the most most celebrated sports, you know, in the world. Absolutely. So why not have, you know, a basketball team here? We host one of the largest youth tournaments here, the AAU, Mm -hmm. you know, the Peace Jam. Mm -hmm. So why not? We should have a sports team here. You know, we should have people getting behind it. What we're doing has been some really great things. And I know there's probably been some, you know, teams that have come before us, but we can't go and undo what somebody has done. That's right. All we can do is do what we're doing, do it the right way and have people come out and see what we're doing. We have cheerleaders, we have dancers, we've got a mascot. Like we have entertainment at the games. And so, you know, when people come out and they see it, they're like, wow, like this is this is pretty awesome. So we just need more people to come out so they can say, "Wow, this is pretty awesome." Absolutely. So, yeah. so with the new job that you're starting with the city, um, how are you going to try to kind of weave all of this together? I mean, because it sounds like you'll have a a role somewhat in maybe some of the youth sports programs that that come through. Or I'm pretty sure with operations, that's going to entail a lot, and sure. I'll find out more about it on Monday, but. That's what I was saying. The great thing about having a team of people, you know, everybody has their jobs to do. And so, you know, I've been in the army doing it. So uh, I don't think there's a job in the world that's more demanding than being in the army. And so um, luckily for me, I don't have to get up at 5 a.m. and do PT anymore. So, you know, that's going to give me some extra free time and some more time to get some things done. But I mean, I'm just going to continue to do what I do. And that's, you know, juggle those things and, you know, prioritize what's important. Of course, work is important because, you know, that's what's going to help pay the bills and that's then, right. you know, Georgia soul and, you know, but it, it'll all work out. It's been working out and um, we're, we're bringing some more people on board to kind of help us do some things and it's going to work out. So first of all, thank you too for your service. Thank you for the country. So we really do appreciate all of our military and, and what they do for us to allow us to have the freedoms that we have. But tell me, I, I want to know, so you played professional ball in Romania. Mm-hmm. So then how do you make that jump? I mean, did you, always want to be in the military did you know that was what you wanted to do or I did not know that's what I wanted to do like many college athletes and that was another reason why I created the Georgia Soul because as an athlete you play sports high school middle school you know college there's really no transition you know there's 
when you're in college, the focus is sports and you don't really know how to prepare for life. There's really no transition to go from being an athlete or being that star player to coming back home to, you know, people eventually forget about, you know, things that you've done. And so, um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to create the Georgia Soul to help these athletes be able to transition from basketball, whether it's creating resumes, figuring out about finances, you know, how to um, interview for jobs or just different things like that. Um, so the transition for me, it was tough initially, you know, coming back home and everybody wants you to have experience. Right. Everybody wants you to have some sort of experience. I'm like, how am I going to have experience? The only experience I have is being a point guard. You know, I know how to be a leader. So, you know, you can maybe put me in a management role, but it was tough. I came back home initially. I started working at Electrolux. I was working as a in the call center. Mm-hmm. Did that. Um, of course, I did some probation officer. I was a teacher's assistant. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I want to do, you know, something else. I want to get out. I want to travel the world. And at the time, my aunt was like, um, well, I thought about going in the Army. So I was going to go in the enlisted route and then switch over that way. Then at the time, my aunt knew a lieutenant colonel who was the professor of military science at Alabama A&M. And of course, he was looking for candidates, cadets to come in, you know, be a part of the program. They have scholarships to give away. This is something that a lot of people don't know. Like the RTC programs, they have scholarships to give away each year to a high school student. And you can come in, do these programs for four years and come out as a second lieutenant. You know, and I think back then you're coming out and you're making over 50,000. You know, that's pretty decent money for somebody, you know, coming out after four years, 21 years old. Heck yeah. And so um, that's pretty much what it is. He came down and, and we had a discussion. He said, hey, if you can pass the PT test, your uh, transcripts and all of that stuff is good. Because at that time I had already completed college. Right. So with the RTC program, I only needed to do two years. I needed to complete the Army requirements. I could um, work on getting my master's degree. And once I completed the RTC requirements, I commissioned. And so... I ended up commissioning in in December 2010, and, you know, here I am now. So where did you, where did the Army take you? First duty station, Fort Lewis, Washington. I cried like a baby. I tried to switch with somebody. I was like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. Fort Lewis, I don't know anybody here. But Fort Lewis actually turned out to be one of the best duty uh, assignments for me. I ended up having family there. Oh, wow. And um, my family never had met them, never talked to them. They took me in, like... I mean, like they had known me all my life and treated me very, very well. I actually went to see them recently here in Seattle. And um, my actually, my cousin at the time, she was dating a guy that played for the Seahawks. They're married now, okay. Benjamin Obamani. So on the weekends, I'd go to Seattle about an hour and a half from uh, Tacoma and, you know, went to all the football games and got to hang out. And so, you know, sports right up my alley. And so really enjoyed my time in Seattle. So That's cool. Yeah. So Did Seattle, Fort Lewis. Washington, um, Fort Jackson, which is in South Carolina, right, and um, Savannah Hunter Army Airfield. Okay, that is so awesome. And I stayed in Columbia for like five years. So I know I, I was reading something earlier, and it said that you were making that commute mm-hmm. um, pretty much every. I mean, daily. I was living in Graniteville at the time okay. and driving back and forth to Columbia, and, and that's the time I I had the team at that time. Because that was around the time I had just started the team in 2015. So I was driving back and forth between Graniteville and Columbia. And, you know, the team was on a smaller scale than it, you know, than it is now. So it wasn't as demanding. But, um, you know, that's why we had to grow the team and get more people in to help. So one of the most important jobs I think you probably also have is mom. Absolutely. That, so. is, that is, that's the most rewarding job in the world. And uh, 
My baby Zoe and Zia are everything to me. And they are how old again? Two and four. Oh my gosh, that must keep you busy as well. They are definitely busy. They're two years apart, June babies. They are something else. They are just so lovable. And, you know, the thing about kids is they will see you and it's like they've never seen you. They haven't seen you in in years when they see you. Even like this morning, I went to drop Zia off, uh, Zoe off and came back home and and Zoe, Zia was up with her dad and she's like, mommy, like she had never seen me. And it's just like that every day for both of them. And I mean, that's just one of the most amazing feelings in the world. It's just those little people, you know, regardless of what it, whatever you do, the type of day you've had, they just brighten your day. That's right. It doesn't matter when you walk through the door, or you pick them up at the end mm-hmm. of the day, everything that was just seems to kind of melt away yeah. because that that is your most important job in life yep, it is so it does is. zoe have any interest at this point in basketball zoe is always around it zoe is very hyperactive she loves everything she's done dance she's done swim she's done soccer no basketball yet but okay. you know she's always around it being at the gym with me and stuff so she loves it she says she wants to you know play for the georgia soul one okay. day so she understands you know the georgia soul what it is and she's just for something else she's gonna be She's going to be awesome. And I assume with Zia being two, she's probably a little young for trying to figure out what she wants to do. But yeah. I would imagine she'll probably follow closely behind. Yeah, maybe. That may do something. Whatever they do, whatever they choose to do, I'm going to support them regardless. They don't have to play basketball. Whatever they choose to do, I just want them to be successful in life. Well, that's wonderful. I'm super excited to get to talk to you, and I'm so thankful that you made time. We've got a couple of questions we ask people um, every time they come in. so. First of all, what are you listening to? So what am I listening to these days is Inky Johnson and Eric Thomas. Um, And, you know, I listen to them, you know, during my daily drives. I I read a lot. I watch a lot of their YouTubes. And um, one of the things that Eric Eric Thomas always says, or he said that has always resonated with me is be phenomenal or be forgotten. And so every day when I get up, you know, I always think, how can I be be phenomenal. You know, I never want to be forgotten. And, you know, I always want to leave a legacy for my kids. So when I'm gone, they'll be like, you know, your mom was amazing or, or whatever it is. Or I left just a lasting impression on, you know, somebody's daughter because, you know, I was there for them when they needed help or they needed guidance about college or just anything in life. And, um, you know, that's just really what I, what I strive to be. And it's, it just really makes me feel good to see, you know, so many lives that I've impacted or I've, I've changed that just come back and, you know, say, hey, thank you for that. Or, you know, I really appreciate it. That really, that's what makes me feel good. You know, I'm not big on public acknowledgement because I tell people all the time, you know, I do a lot, but please don't post. And a lot of times you post, everybody always wants something, a dollar or something. And, that's you know, right. But it makes me feel good when they come to me in private and say, thank you. You know, that's what makes all of this, you know, that much more that people are appreciative for the things that you do for them. So what are you reading? What am I reading? We did just get a book in um, Leadership, Augusta, Colin Powell. Uh, it's a leadership book that was okay. well, pretty good. And um, we um, we looked at the 13, um, the 13 principles of leadership that he, he talked about, and those are pretty pretty good. I don't think I've read that one, but I and I am a big reader, so I'll have to put that on my list. Yeah, to, I need to, to I need to get out. better on reading. What 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 do you recommend for a, a beginner beginner reader? I just move so much. I need it's to do okay. better. So you know, I like um, thriller kind of things, like a James Patterson novel or something mm-hmm. like that. I love John Grisham because I like law and that kind of stuff. And so, and his are all set in the South. So to me, it's 
a lot better when I can relate to a story. But then I do read some books that some people might say are a little cheesy, but I love them like Dorothea Benton Frank. She was, um, she has passed away, um, but she writes about the low country and growing up in the low country with the tides and all that kind of stuff. And they're lighthearted, quick, easy reads. Mm -hmm. Because I have to read so much for my job when I go home for pleasure reading, I try to read something that's not so involved. Um, so I like something that just kind of takes my, my brain off. I look at the New York Times bestseller list a lot and then pick out the fiction mm. from there. But yeah, I tend to read a lot of fiction instead of more nonfiction. So I need to make my schedule and at least try to put me 20 minutes, 30 minutes or something in. To it's just the best way for me to just unwind at night. You know, I just like to read right before I go to bed. And normally it just, I mean, you know, now I'll have to read. Sometimes it's only 10 minutes a night. Because by the time I climb into bed and I start to read, my eyes start to go. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my husband always says, it takes you forever to read a book. And I'm like, well, because, you know, when you only have 10 or 15 minutes a day to read, it's going to take you a while. But it's just a nice way to unwind. Mm -hmm. So, all right. The final question is, if you could sit on the front porch with anybody, living or deceased, who would it be and why? Probably Oprah Winfrey. That's a good choice. She's one of the most powerful women in the world. I mean, the amount of people that she has impacted, you know, has nothing to do with color. Like, she's sure. impacted all, you know, white, black, young, old, you know, it's, she is just one person that I think, you know, I could just, you know, I've already, you know, gotten a wealth of knowledge from her, but just somebody I would want to be in their presence and learn from even more. That's great. Well, Nisha, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I hope everybody will check out the Georgia Soul in the finals on October the 3rd. 3rd at 4 p.m. at Butler High School. Perfect. And they can find us on georgiasoulbasketball.com for the women and augustahooplife.com for the men. Great. Thanks, Nisha. No, thank you.